0: on Wednesday this week Gen Con taking place and uh yeah uh, I'm gonna be working the free league booth uh non-stop so if you're going to be a Gen Con come uh hang out and uh say hi and just say you know chat be glad to talk with you um but there are a few vendors even though I'm working the majority of the time there are a few vendors that I want to see and I'm gonna give you my top five uh the others are going to give you their top five we're going to talk about top five vendors or exhibitors at gen con 2022. stick around hey everyone welcome to victor condition gaming my name is doug today on the show we're doing our top five exhibitors to visit at Gencon 2020 these are just our favorites that, that will we're gonna suggest, that we're excited that we might if we, we get a chance I, I can't remember I think I'm the only one that's of the four of us that is actually going to Gen con this year though correct you
1: are you are that's,
0: that's unfortunate that's unfortunate it, it is uh, we'll have to we'll have to uh, change that for GraniteCon. check didn't clear so, yeah. so, so. <laughs> can't afford the flights so, sorry Ben
2: that's all right.
0: Um, well, we'll change that for, for GraniteCon, of course. To, so if you'd like to, to hang out with us, like, uh, at some point uh, you can come to GraniteCon. That's in Manchester, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. September 16th through the 18th. So we'll all be there. and Oh, Jason won't be. Jason's Jason's going to be in Canada still. But mm-hmm. the exciting where, thing where is... Where he lives. Jason yes. and I, I'm, I'm going to announce it on the show. Jason and I are going to be at Shut Up and Sit, Sit Down. Expo. Yeah. Oh,
1: so that's fun. pretty exciting. Where is that one and when?
3: It's in, in Vancouver. 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 Oh, when? Yeah. Uh, the end, end of, of September, beginning of October.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: That's so fun. So we're going to go. It uh, will, in doing, fact, be cool. Doing yeah. PAX, so I'm doing Gen Con, Pax West, Granite Con, and then Shut Up, Sit Down Expo, and then Game Hole Con, Pax Unplugged, all the, all the cons, all the cons. Excited so about many it. cons. So many
2: cons. You are, you are a con man, Doug. I
0: I'm am. I went there,
3: ben. <laughs> I, was,
2: I was. I was right behind you, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, if uh, anybody is headed to any of those conventions, make sure to stop by and say hi. And uh, yeah, we'll be glad to uh, be glad to chat with you. All right, so we're gonna go over our top five list of exhibitors for Gen Con twenty twenty two. Gen Con is crazy. I so many people. I've, i that I talked to. I've been telling them, Hey, I'm going to Gen Con, you know, in a few days. Everybody's like, Oh, you must be so excited. I'm like, mm, I don't know if it's excitement, it's more just like
1: <laughs> dread, a lot of maybe
0: prepping. And yeah, I,
2: only
3: I the attendees her. will be excited. All yeah, the people exactly working it exactly. are going to be in a panic.
2: <laughs> There's a big difference between attendee and worker. Yeah. I, will, I will say that if you
0: would like to play a game with, with us. Granite Con is the, the 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 convention to do it because it's all it's a little bit less crowd. Well it's a lot less crowd, but it's like eight, nine thousand people. And there's a little more break in the day, so we can we can kind of play games and, and do that. Um, whereas at Gen Con and, and all these other ones we're just yeah. nonstop. But uh, you don't working. have
3: to be on all the time.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um so yes, I, I am excited to be at Gen Con. I love seeing everybody. I love I love working the booth and, and, and all that, but I don't have time to play games. More than likely, I, I usually have meetings. I have, you know, all sorts of planning that, that needs you have to get to done. Accept
2: but... multiple any awards, right? Not this year because the this team is going to come out, yeah, out of there is... looking like Michael Phelps again. you did again. you did such a good job last year. I figured other companies uh, would want to hire you. You
3: guys, you could be a professional award acceptor. No. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's
0: not. That's not.
3: That'd be so hilarious. Accepting on behalf of blah blah blah. Doug Shoot. Be <laughs> like, who's this guy? Just some. Guy like, Great, I know him from last all year. The hey. <laughs> then people would be googling Doug Shoot all day long, and suddenly yeah. his like, hit rate and You should be go- happy years. to
0: know. You should be happy to know. I actually uh, registered the donate don domain name dougshoot.com. dot com. <laughs> so stay tuned.
3: Barney's that been harassing it. you to do stuff like that for years. So. That
0: is that is going to be a thing here shortly. So. Right. Um. Yeah. So let's get to our top five list of exhibitors for 2022 GenCon. Uh, we'll just go. We'll go do right you, around. The, the do you
1: have the little? The, do you have the little little number five? <gasps> do you have the little, I the don't. Little I where, don't know where, to go. where
0: the. I can just do it. I'll just do it in my. I'll just do it.
3: Production through. values, man. Production values. I know. I
0: know. I'm just gonna do
3: number five.
0: That was good, that right? It kind of works.
3: Honestly, I was a little bit freaked out by that. <laughs>
1: okay. I guess that's what we're doing.
3: Yeah. Uh, we'll go right around
0: uh, clockwise, uh, starting with Jason over there. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't introduce everybody. No. Um, of course, it's I, my name is Doug, and then I have these three co hosts with <laughs> me tonight.
3: Six wow. minutes into the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who are we? Who are we again? Jason
0: Hunt, our geek of the North, <laughs> Ben Higgins from Quarterstaff Games. And Amanda Call from (laughs) ageofnight.com. This is a professional show, folks.
1: This is professional. professional. Highly professional.
0: Highly professional. Did you know
1: there's a typo in the title on YouTube? Is there really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Damn it. I'll
2: change
0: it. I'll change it after the fact.
1: Just in in keeping with our general professionalism.
2: There's there's technically two, if we want to get technical. Gen Con is two words
1: oh i wasn't worried oh, about well, that that's not the one no that's not the
2: no one. it's important they will tell you gen they, con will, two tell you they, they will, really will tell you it. that they will tell forget it
3: before <laughs> i got this virtual background actually i went to the gen con official site to look at it and they are very strict with what you can do with their background and logo and everything there's like mm-hmm. two that you can use for just saying gen con you're not allowed to alter the color you're not allowed to add anything to yeah. it yep yeah, just strictly what we give you is what you use
1: branding
0: Fine. I'm editing it right now. Ex- <laughs> okay.
3: What?
1: Oh, I
0: can't. Oh, yeah, I can. Ex- podcast. What did? Oh, here's Gen Con. There it is. Two Our words. top five. Oh, exhibitors. I, s- I spelled that wrong, didn't I? Or- no. No, you didn't. <laughs> no. But well, now we've got a
1: visit.
3: Until Doug sees it? I don't
1: know.
3: A so GenCon, right,
0: Amanda? Huh? Visit. It's visit. It's
2: right? visit. Yeah, visit
1: yeah.
2: was yes.
1: the issue.
3: It's uh, 6 sit.
1: Yes, yeah, 6 sit. 6 sit. <laughs> six sit.
2: Whatever. Right, anyway. Martin, anyway. Found it. Martin found it.
1: Yeah, thanks Martin. Whatever. You
2: got it. You got it. <laughs> it's a scavenger hunt. It's yeah. a perk, not a bug. <laughs> it's a feature. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Working as yeah. intended. All
0: right. Jason, <laughs> you you're going <laughs> number, number
3: 5. Oh. Number
0: 5.
3: Uh my number 5 is Osprey Games um they produce games like jackals uh gamma wolves Oathbreakers, Frostgrave, Stargrave. um whoosh, what else did they do uh bleh, 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 thinking off the top of my head they have some of the judge dread franchise um they do oathmark they are an excellent indie-ish level game company they also carry um friend of the show alan Barr's heirs to heresy i believe as well do they mm-hmm. not that's osprey mm-hmm. yes he's yep. got a couple games i think yeah, yeah. Um, yep. i think they're one of them they're a might good
2: be announced I'm, yeah. I don't. He was hinting that like he had more oh. games to be announced this year, and okay. if they don't announce at Gen Con, I don't know what they're doing with their. Time. Yeah, what so. are you waiting for exactly?
3: Yeah, they're a good like they're off the beaten path kind of gaming company. Honestly, um, a lot of people don't really. Well, a lot of people really focus on the hype machine that is Gen Con, so that was just my bid for you know, get off the beaten path. Check out somebody that's not quite as, you know, advertising heavy and check out something new they have lots of innovative games.
0: They, they have a lot of uh, uh, minis agnostic games. Yes, they're so very that's, big that's a on like, that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like a lot of indie press or a, a lot of indie, uh, you know, table, tabletop skirmish games that uh, yeah. I think are pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, Osprey is definitely uh, that just missed my cut, just missed it. I had them down at first, and then I'm like, uh, as I was putting my list. Three hundred
3: and some vendors. Yeah, there's a lot
0: of (laughs) vendors this year, so that was really great to see. I mean, last year it was a little bit less, um, just because everybody was not uh, quite comfortable. Five, five
1: hundred thirty companies. Wow.
0: Wow. Just a few. Just a few. Um, Just a handful. All
2: right, Higgins, you're up. Uh, So I'm I'm gonna kind of kind of preface my picks by saying that these are all, with the exception of one, definitely in that vein of being off the the normal beaten path. Um, And uh, my number five is going to be Clask. If you are unfamiliar with this company, they produce like wacky, almost like air hockey-esque tabletop games. Uh, They're going to be located at Booth 2945. And I, when I first demoed the original two-player clask, I fell in love with its simplicity, and it's just fun. Uh, You've got magnets that hold little, uh, you know, what what do you call them, plungers? Whatever, things that alight light and knock balls around on the playing surface, and you're trying to get them in these different goals, Uh, but there's other little tricks and things they've got a four player version and i'm pretty sure they've got a new version of class that's going to be uh available for demo uh at gen con this year it's it's just good fun you can pick it out you can play it with your family you can play it with your friends um and recently um this is one of the few games that has actually seen significant price reductions the more popular they've become when the uh, class so first came out, it was like a seventy dollars thing that you bought. Now you can get regular like, class. They're like
1: making these little boards and things like bespoke in their garage or whatever. Now they can actually get them, yeah, <laughs> made uh, at a facility. <laughs> yeah, and like
2: original class, I think you can get for forty dollars now, and you know almost a fifty percent price reduction from when it first came out. That's that's great, um, and especially in a. Uh, In an inflation-prone world like we're in right now, uh, Mm -hmm. cheap fun is uh, at a premium, so definitely check out Clask.
1: Nice. Nice.
2: Mm. Amanda Call, you are up.
1: That's me. Number five is not a game company. I want people to actually go to Authors Avenue. So within the giant exhibitor hall, there's a couple of smaller little subsets that are very frequently completely lost in the sauce of the huge noise and chaos that is gen con uh exhibitors hall but within the exhibitors hall there is authors avenue which they have uh i forget how many i've got it pulled up right here they've got like a couple dozen different um authors and publishers small press type folks who are there selling books like actual novels a lot of gamers also do enjoy reading and it's all genre fiction so it's all like fantasy science fiction uh military and mystery and that sort of thing stuff that ties in with a lot of the other interests and those people (laughs) are often have a very thankless long weekend of like please look at my book (laughs) i know there's a lot of really (laughs) shiny games please just stop and look at my book for five minutes so yeah swing by Uh, Authors Avenue and check out, you might find your new favorite book there. Nice.
0: Uh, Origin seems to be doing that a little bit more too. I've seen some more uh, authors that have come in and and, uh, set up, and that's nice to see. It's nice to see. Um, Me personally, I just look at pictures, I don't read. So
3: (laughs) shiny. (laughs) It's not true. Doug's Doug's spirit animal is a crow. (laughs) Um,
0: My number five. Is, is a vendor that I always try to hit up whenever I see them uh, at uh, any any uh, convention. I usually check out their booth at PAX Unplugged, at uh, Origins, at Gen Con. and Usually, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice just from my personal experience. You want to hit them early, and if you see something there that you're interested in, Pick it up. Don't wait until the end of the convention because more than likely they're going to run out of whatever it is you're looking at. And that is Indie Press Revolution. Indie Press Revolution carries a whole bunch of RPG games that a lot of those publishers are smaller and they're not quite at that level to be at Gen Con yet. So Indie Press Revolution kind of is there in their place. Um. I made that mistake my first packs Unplugged. Like, I wanted, like, two or three books from Indie Press Revolution, and I slept on, I'm like, oh, I don't want to pick these up and have to carry them around the rest of the convention. Well, you know what? I kind of wish I had picked them up and carried around around, <laughs> because then I would have had them. Because when I went back later, they were gone. That's the thing with Indie Press Revolution, though, is that they don't carry a huge stock of those titles. They carry probably... I'd say probably half a dozen, and once they're done, they're done. Like, you can't get any more. They might have more than that on some of the titles, but you know what I mean. So, if you want some indie RPGs from some publishers that aren't able to be at Gen Con yet, or are from publishers that maybe they're only a year or two away from being at Gen Con, check out Indie Press Revolution. They do good stuff. I order from them from time to time. They do quality work. They ship really really great through the mail. Uh, I can't speak highly enough of Indie Press Revolution. Just go They've got
2: like super wide selection too. At most oh yeah. It's like I mean, you can spend time perusing their booth. Being, you know,
0: being being this show and everything like that is definitely one of those 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 like vendors that I just yeah. I don't usually just walk past like a lot of a lot of the convention hall I'll just kinda of walk past and I'll just kinda of, you know, look every once in a while and just kinda of take a look and, and go oh that's pretty cool and keep walking. But Indie Press is one of those those vendors that I just go and I kind of like step inside their booth and I kind of peruse, you know, everything and like uh oh, bookstore
3: they bring with them honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So for sure. Check out Indie Press Revolution, my number five pick. All right number
2: four
0: Jason,
3: you're up uh, Yeah, my number four pick is Pelgrane Press um, they're a smaller imprint, they're not gigantic I guess by any stretch of the imagination um, they're kind of famous for some of their Cthulhu books, which is how they came to my attention but the game, the reason why I think people would uh, enjoy checking that out is um, for a, a gumshoe game, It's uh, a gumshoe is a rule system for spy, thrillers sort of games, Um And they have an expansion to that called Knights Black Agents, which I think is probably, as much as I love Top Secret and stuff like that, this is probably the best spy RPG going right now because it takes away a lot of the um, esoteric aspects of spy thrillers. And turns it into more of an action kind of thing. Like everybody watches the James Bond movies; they want to see James Bond running around, jumping out of windows, and taking shots at people, and having good fights and stuff like that. This game is the literal RPG of that. You still do some of the sleuthing and whatnot, but it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of action in this in this version of it. And their Cthulhu offerings are excellent as well. Um, and they have uh, 13th Age, I believe, is theirs. And what else do they have? Um... What is another one they have? Uh, oh, Mutant City Blues! That's another one, yep. Which nice. is also an excellent game. Well, worth your time to check them out? They have got lots of cool uh, rules concepts as well. Um, they're not just the standard 5e expansion thing, although 13th Age is a caveat there. They do lots of cool stuff.
0: Yep, I uh, I like nice. a, a lot of their products. It's very cool. Uh, they are another one that I kind of... I, I don't quite get two into their booth but i do peruse their booths from from time to time whenever i see them at uh, at conventions higgins yeah you number four
2: all right so my number four is not a game much like uh amanda's number five i want you to go check out the uh the booth of steve argyle drew baker uh howard lyon and jason engel this is a a quad of artists uh, they're going to be at uh, main hall booth 1149. Uh, Steve Argyle, super nice guy. Drew Baker, the nicest artist, aside from Amanda, that I've ever met. <laughs> oh. um, Let's be and... real, I'm not
1: that nice. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and and the other two I haven't had the chance to, to to meet, but if they are sharing booth space with Steve and Drew, uh, check them out. They've done a lot of work in a lot of different various uh, games, um, a lot of uh, CCG stuff, but some also uh, Drew Baker's had uh, pictures in D&D 5th Edition, D&D 4th Edition. Um, just really, really great artists and great people. Um, check them out. Get something buy a playmat, a print get something signed if you have a, a, a some of their art in a in a gaming book already uh, super great people um, I met Drew Baker originally through uh, my old L5R days as a player, um, I see him maybe once every other year, he always remembers who I am and always asks how I'm doing and, and my partner is doing and just Aww. like is top notch so support your artists and nice. uh check them out they are they are forced to be reckoned with and definitely should not be overlooked just because they don't have boxes for you to take home take home some well, art this is
0: this is one area of uh, of gaming conventions that i think needs to grow like if if you're going to grow you this whole scene i think inviting artists especially artists that have worked on like really prominent like games over the years like invite them to the con and and have them be a part of either part of the publishing booth or give them their own space you know i mean that's kind of the thing with with the comic cons like you get to interact with the artists that make these comics and and to be honest with you it's just, like, games and, and RPGs are just kind of another form of, of, of you know, world creation, and, 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 like, we all love these games as much as we do comics, so why not invite, you know, artists to come in? I actually have an idea, so I'm going to give you a little, I, I, oh, oh,
2: oh breaking news dance, so dance, here's dance, here's dance, what dance,
0: i pitched to the the freely team because the freely team you know here at freely publishing we have a lot of really tremendous artists uh, uh, that we we can tap into my suggestion was to the team was having part of our booth as an artist station where like artists have like digital like they're working on digital art but it's projected up above on a big screen so people can sit or stay not sit, but they'd stand and you could watch like an art piece being created by one of the, uh, the one of the artists that <laughs> the, 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 the works on our game. Like how awesome would that be? And that's something different than nobody else does. So if that's you're very, listening, it's this-
1: very cool. One of my, one of my artist Dally friends does a similar thing at her table. My friend Shauna Bombard does that. Yeah, uh, She, it's just funny though, because she's just like a single person and she like, trucks in like her <laughs> workstation and her giant monitors yeah. and her giant power supplies that weigh like 40 pounds each and i'm like what are you doing but it's very it cool. really it's very impressive <laughs> it
0: is and it, it kind of gives a, a different experience to yeah. you know gamers and and for folks it kind of it definitely gives people more of an appreciation of all the work that goes into the creation of the 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 products that 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 we enjoy and and one of the things that we love about like i said one of the things that we love about tabletop games is usually how pretty they are and how you know you know the art of of their of of the cover or the pages and and you know all that so how many times have
3: you opened up a book and seen a really cool spread and just sat there and imagined the scene
0: exactly so why? Why not make that part of the the, the convention experience? Yeah, probably. You, you know, you, you definitely want to maximize your, you know, sales because you're paying all a premium for that space. But you also want to add something different that nobody else is doing, and you want a to big, give
1: a big part people of an, an experience.
0: Experience that's maybe different that they that they haven't had yet. So. Yeah,
1: and and the thing is that it's difficult to put a dollar value on the like wow factor and the, the thing the fact that having something different at your booth gets people to actually stop at your booth. Right. Like you exactly. can't really yeah. put a value on like how much more traffic does that generate. Right. And the answer is usually quite a bit. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so Anybody that's listening to this or watching this, and you're a publisher or anything, there's 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 my uh,
3: you can there's write the my idea. idea. Feel Doug free to Shoot use it condition if you'd like. Gaming.
0: Feel free to use that. Just just give me some sort of credit. Just be like, hey, you know what? I heard this from Doug Shoot at Victory Condition Gaming.
3: <laughs> Shoot guy has a good he's, idea. <laughs> he's
0: he's got he's got ideas, and they're sometimes they're a little bit wacky, but sometimes they're solid gold.
3: That is a side of Gen Con that doesn't really get publicized very much. They have a massive gaming area too
0: yeah
3: like it's not just the vendors it's no and they kind of they almost need to you know like if you stop at a booth and buy a game if someone is there running that game they need to like okay now that you have this game in hand go sit down and read it for a few minutes then go check out the table that's playing this game right now Mm -hmm. like have a seat learn something or and see if the game is for you or whatever all
0: right amanda you're up number four
1: we went on this giant tangent. That I know, is I know about artists. That is, that, that, know. Is, that is basically just my number four, which is also go see the art That's show. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so also in the exhibitors hall, there's a whole area actually in the middle where they have the authors and also the art show. Um, so a lot of uh, industry artists are artists that work as contributors to lots of different games or just work within genre and are kind of like, overlap really well with the same kind of interests they're all there selling selling artwork so you can sell they sell prints they sell originals uh and it's really cool because you can go through and look at some of these artists you'll recognize a lot of their work as you walk through the art show you'll be like oh i've seen that in this game i've seen that in this game and you can buy prints of some of your favorite pieces from some of your favorite games you might even be able to walk home with the original piece of artwork yeah. that's been in some of your favorite games a lot of magic card artists are are at gen con I, just lots of different artists of different games it's really cool and another, it's another place that because it's something visual they get a little more traffic than the authors but still they don't have quite the crush of people demanding their attention <laughs> that a lot of the game boots do and they're working really hard, and it's also I can say from experience, really expensive to show at these things for artists who don't make a lot of money anyway. <laughs> so
2: help them <laughs> if out. You're, nice. If you're bringing something for an artist or an author to sign, while they're there, mm-hmm. tip them. Mm-hmm. Tip mm-hmm. them for their time. Yeah, don't. Yes, yeah, don't just signature. get a
3: signature and bugger off. Or, oh my goodness, yes,
2: the signature <laughs> takes but a moment for most of these artists, but
1: and they'll do it for free. Yep. Yeah, they'll they'll generally do it for free there's very few of them that won't
2: drop them a couple of dollars
1: the only artists that i've ever heard of not signing stuff for free are people who have had it abused before like if Mm -hmm. if an artist refuses to sign something for free note that there is a horror story behind why
0: And, and okay and here's the other thing here's the other thing don't don't like have like dozens of items
1: that's that's the horror story usually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you just somebody's... sign
3: these forty-seven things? <laughs> Somebody
1: shows up with like a stack of books and is like, oh, you signed stuff for free, right? Here's a hundred comics I want you to sign. Excuse <laughs> me, what? <laughs>
0: I'm not I'm not saying that I I haven't done that, but whatever. Not not not, not given a hundred <laughs> items. I've I've signed a hundred items for free before, but that's beside me. Anyway, my number four is Mantic games or mantic whatever entertainment or whatever they mantic go check out mantic they got some new releases they've got you know they've they've put out uh, new editions of their games uh kind of like some of the other you know skirmish games have lately um but uh yeah they've got some new releases they just put out this new like taster set for their armada game which is like a ship combat game um I'm not really big into ship combat, but if it's like a pretty reasonably priced way to try it out, then I'm, I, might, I might check that out. I, I love what Mantic does the majority of the time. I think they, 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 they are fairly affordable, um, wargaming, and a lot of the stuff you can just kind of use for other things. Um, I love their Hellboy, RP, the Hellboy uh, board game. I think that's super fun. Um, I love Dead Zone. Uh, even though I don't really get to play it uh, all that much, um, but I always like to see what they've got. And this year, they've got new releases for, especially for their Warzone and for their—I uh, uh, can't think of the game—the the bigger scale game that they have. Um, Kings so, of War? They, do you have Kings of War as well? Um, they've got a sci-fi, a larger battle uh, game. I can't now—I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, they've got some really great stuff. They're doing a lot of resin casts. They're doing a lot of uh, plastic. So I, I like to see what kind of what releases, kind of what material, and then go from there. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Mantic for my number four. I think that they're doing some cool stuff, and uh, I hope that you know they they keep continuing on putting out some cool cool things. And they can be found uh, at booth 1141. 1141. And I think Ronnie's going to be there, too. So go say hi to Ronnie.
3: Ronnie's a good guy.
0: Number three.
3: Sorry. That's never going to not be funny. Um, my number three is uh, Rowan, Rook, and Deckard. Um, the oh, they're going to be there? Th- yeah, they are.
2: Yeah. The, they would have been. I didn't realize they were there. Otherwise, they would have been on the list. Uh, booth 2755.
3: These are the folks that produce uh, the role playing game Heart and Spire. And they're both excellent games. I kickstarted Heart and Doug introduced me to Spire when we got to play it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to look at fantasy races in a different light uh, with different concepts instead of the standard tropes, Heart and Spire are excellent choices for you. They're, just, they're fun games. They're, they're super unique in setting. The art style is amazing. It's super fun to read, just to skim through the book, but m- the more than worth your time to stop by and check these folks out. Um, they have a new one called Voidheart Symphony. Actually, I haven't checked that one out yet, but I'm kind of curious about it. Yeah, yeah they are my yeah. number three, and they sell a I, lot of art prints as well.
0: Yeah, I, I I really like what they're doing. Um, I've got Voidheart Symphony in in uh, PDF. I've not gotten a chance to uh, to read it uh, or kind of di- dive into it deeply. Um, I love Heart. I actually just picked up a physical copy of Heart finally uh, after a while, and uh, yeah, they, they 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 do some cool stuff. Uh, a lot of it is like is it the D D8 system that usually it's like a D8 dice pool system, um, and uh, yeah, I, I think that they're one of those uh one of those people that uh are one of those com- publishers that are kind of making doing a some cool and things yeah. making some cool products and uh they've got the the die rpg that just kick, kick started and yep. uh excited to see how that does uh I should sh- that should do pretty well for them as well
2: Higgins your number three my number three is the heavy hitter on my list uh this is Warhammer Games Workshop, go check them out, uh, because they have a new
1: game. that face, Douglas?
2: They have a new game releasing this weekend, or or technically the weekend after um, uh, Gen Con, so they will definitely have demos of it there. Mm. You may even be able to buy it early at the con. Who knows? Don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. They've done (laughs) those things before, but uh, their new game... uh, Technically, it's a second edition of a, of a game. It's Warcry. It is oh, a skirmish man. level, uh, really dynamic, easy to learn, quick to play, which is an anomaly for Games Workshop.
3: Yeah, that's a little uh, bit alarming, to be honest with you. Like, define,
1: uh, define quick in the Games Workshop
2: <laughs> uh, sense takes, of the word. Uh, a match will take anywhere from like 45 minutes to an hour.
1: Oh, wow. That bad. is yeah. actually quick. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, your battles are generated by flipping cards over. There's certain yeah. set terrain pieces which you use to set up, and you generate terrain, a, a twist, and the objective all randomly every game. And your little army force, that's usually you know six to ten models total, goes out and and uh, fights uh, someone else. It's very objective based. Uh, yeah. It takes place outside of the normal uh fantasy setting in it it doesn't have the big grand alliances these are very much little tiny war bands uh with a lot of flavor to them um Hmm. and it's it's really kind of captured me i am getting my advanced copy wednesday and i'm hoping to try it out uh and uh, the first edition is done really well at our shop and i think the second edition is just going to take it even higher so warhammer uh booth 2411. check it out they will definitely have demos nice and
3: you won't be able to miss them no no no. just
2: everywhere gw
3: does advertising quite well
0: (laughs) all right amanda you're number four number three
1: my number three you already did it was Indie press revolution but that's that's fine we already talked about it it's great no it's a. I I love i love going to that booth too because there's always just like uh, such a wide variety and it's a great place to find stuff of smaller creators that can't make the expense or the trip or whatever else to get out to a large convention so that's it's really cool and you never know what kind of really unique stuff you're gonna find there
0: i i love indie press revolution just because a lot of times something as much as i try to keep my hand on the pulse of the and you know try to keep track of everything that's going on
1: there's, there's too much. always
0: seems to be something there that i'm like how come i never heard of that oh this looks mm-hmm. pretty cool like or oh this looks a lot better than than i thought maybe it was going to be and and uh yeah yeah so i i, it, I, I do enjoy indie press revolution
3: it really is like going to a library you'll there's something for everyone
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. at that place uh, uh their, their booth ooh. is twenty four forty
2: seven for indie press Twenty four forty seven. excellent
0: uh my number three is a company that's fairly new that just did a kickstarter and i think ben i think you might have carried their products i can't remember i know tony did it black moon games um it is a kind of a hybrid between a skirmish game and a board game but it gives me super super nostalgia from playing back in the day with play-doh and that is oh. necromolds yes necromolds uh, ne- is this mold. <laughs> little it's it's this board game that is a skirmish game that have like these little books that yeah. uh that have molds in them you put the you put the, yep. the putty in, or the the, the you, Play-Doh, you play-doh in, in, and, in? Yep. and 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 it makes these little figures and you put them on the board <laughs> and when you and the great thing is like when you roll the dice and you like get a get a hit you actually it comes with like a little smasher ring and you just like smash it to the to the board and it has like either like a spider or a skull or something and it's like that becomes like part of the terrain is like this little like smoosh play-doh Smushed figure it's great amanda your kids would love this game i'm going to tell you right now
1: it sounds like they would it because, sounds like i would have a great time picking it out of my carpet
0: this is true this is true <laughs> but but I want to I take the little,
1: the little, the little, little clay figures and just go, <clears throat> just smash
0: them. I mean, that's the best part of it is you get to but that's smash. That's like delicate
1: smash. mash. That's like delicate press. Yeah, you were being
3: a little bit, great, you were being tender with your mash. Well, mark. you don't want like,
0: to indent the board and everything. <laughs> yeah, and Martin, you Can said I, the promo video vid for of Vidford is very funny. Okay. It is, and I am, and is, I am it's, intrigued it's by this. So I know that the gentleman <laughs> behind this worked in like kids ad, like kids toy advertising, and you could definitely yep. tell from his ads. And and this is the type of stuff that as soon as I saw the the ad for it back when it hit Kickstarter, well, back before it hit Kickstarter, um, the first time, because it's going to Kickstarter for a second time because they're doing a reprint plus they're doing some new expansions for it. Um, you could tell it definitely looked like the same type of video that we used to get pitched all the time at KB Toys Management, like for, for uh, like hot and up, and up and coming toys. And I'm like, this guy knows this industry and you can just it, it's it's gold. It's gold. And, and I, it's, is it the most like, you know, crunchy, like serious game that you're going to play? No, but it looks hella fun.
2: I mean, and, if, you, if you sprinkled some Rice Krispies in your Play-Doh, it would be crunchy.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that probably would be Ben. But,
2: uh,
0: <laughs> man, I, I, I'm super excited. To, I'm hoping that I can get away from the booth just to go visit their, their booth because I need to sit down. I, I love creative people that, that come up with ideas like this, and it's super fun. I think Tony's all out of his stock yeah. Uh, it's so nice to see that they're doing another print run and they're going to Kickstarter again they, they did a great job on that first Kickstarter and got everything out and were, did really well with the communication so
2: uh, I have no I'm, doubt that
1: I'm looking w- at the website right now and this is amazing
2: and yeah definitely, definitely seek them out because they are like way off on the side of the vendor hall they're at 2963 so take a break on what is probably going to be a less traveled part of the hall and enjoy yeah, go see go
0: see the the folks at NecroMolds because yeah, I I'm so glad that and they did a great job of trying to support the friendly local game store too, and uh, yeah, I I think that that's that's important and I think they've got a really kind of cool product. Is it for everybody? No, is it for us that kind of grew up with those type of games? Yeah, it probably is, but it's cool because you can play it with your kids, and you can kind of introduce them to skirmish games.
1: Because All right. Wish them
0: right and you get a squish Play-Doh.
3: squish play-doh which is always fun
0: yeah number
3: two okay so my number two uh is corvus belly they produce the infinity uh miniatures skirmish game i don't i don't know, i don't think you can call it skirmish anymore infinity's gotten to be quite large and <laughs> it tends to be a problem with all uh, skirmish games they tend to grow beyond their bounds after a while but infinity is the game for you if you like really high science fiction um almost anime style uh figures um they're very intricate they're very fiddly uh i have a hard time building them to be honest with you totally honest with you but it is a massively terrain focused game it's your squads tend to be 5 7 models at most and they use a thing called um i think the official term is the active reaction order yeah. i think is what it's called um you play cooperatively with your opponent at the same time, they like when you do something that initiates an action, you both get to play. It's not like your standard no, miniatures you game go, where yeah. you roll your dice, do all your attacks, and then it's my turn, and you sit there for 25 minutes while I move all my guys and roll all my attacks. And then you get that, yeah, they toss that out the window. It's a very back and forth, back and forth, back and forth type of game. They have an RPG with it as well. Um, they've gone absolutely bonkers with their production values in recent years. Um, their artwork is amazing. Their accessories are also amazing. They have lots of third-party support. And they're just generally really cool people. Like These guys are absolutely in love with the game.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's one game that I, I know it keeps, keeps popping up on my radar and it's just like, uh, do I really want to get into another Minis game? and do i really want to get into a minis game where i'm going to get frustrated putting them together that's the that's <laughs> yeah. the thing that like really that's the
3: like one turn off that I have half with infinity if,
0: if 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 putting your minis together frustrates me more than likely i'm not gonna like continually buy a product and that's just that that's just a given um but i hear great things about the rule set and i hear great things about the game um so yeah it's one of those things that keeps popping up but then it's like
3: uh it's hardcore sci-fi
2: yeah their, <laughs> their world building for the thing is is impressive it takes basically modern day our world and goes what if all these things happened and they basically timeline it out to this far future where it is in this hardcore sci-fi and if you go and read, like, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense why this would happen and why this faction would rise to prominence and why these countries merged at one point. It's it's pretty serious, uh, pretty serious world building. So definitely nice. check that out. Even if you aren't interested in the minis, you, you want you know, like some crunchy, good world building. Infinity's done a really good job of that. Uh, they're at booth 941. 941.
3: Maybe you can get them to build your minis. You know some people, you want to get people to sign your stuff? You just take your minis and be like, could you build this for me, please?
1: Make this happen.
3: Higgins, uh, you're,
2: you're number two. Oh, so, I had a number two lined up until about three o'clock today.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> um,
2: so I do want to give a shout out to um, uh, Coyote and Crow. Uh, check them out. They're, they had to pull out of Gen Con they announced it today Uh, I'm not going to go into why Uh, that's all on the internet if you want to look at it but they're a fantastic designer that is now becoming a publisher and uh, check it out their roleplay game by the same name is fantastic the art is great it's wonderful Uh, check it out so scrambling to find a replacement that I can talk about um, I went with a a dice producer that has been nothing but good to me, nothing but good to my shop. Uh, And I'm going with diehard dice. Uh, They're located at booth 2564. Uh, They do everything from the resin dice all the way up to nice high end metal dice. And it's all done as like a family owned business. Um, I believe they're out of Colorado. So it's all American um, produced here in the USA. And again, like i guess the the theme with with most of my stuff is nice nice people nice products Um, that's that's not a bad thing to be you know they've been wonderful um i bought a set of dice from them uh over the pandemic they were running a a a shop at home promotion Uh, i told them you know where i was they had handwritten notes in my in my order threw in a couple extra dice being like hey check these other things out based upon what you bought we thought you might like these as well just and not only did they do that with my order as an end consumer, they do that with our order as a retailer. They go, yeah, you're buying these. If you think these work for you, here's some other stuff. Here's one or two free sets of dice for you to try out. And if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, hey, you got some free dice. Uh, just a really, really great company and definitely nice. swing by and see the stuff that they're putting out. I got to see some of the stuff. That was coming down the pipeline that they will probably have available for sale at Gen Con when we were at Gamma. It looks great. Uh, so definitely swing by Die Hard Dice. Very
3: cool. If you check out their hashtag on Twitter, actually, a lot of people, when they get their dice, they'll do like a, just a quick photo of the dice with the note. And they're almost Aww. always personalized. They're all
2: personal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's
3: not just, you know, like 10 different notes and they just, you know, scribble them off. There, like, uh, there was a fellow I saw just recently whose uh, um, wife was in the hospital or something, and she wanted a set of their dice just to play around with when she was in the hospital. And they, there was this big long note about hoping that she got well and hoping that she rolled her saving throws and stuff like that. And like, it's crazy the amount of effort they put in. Mm-hmm.
0: Do do gamers like dice?
2: I
1: don't.
2: No. No. Nah. That's <laughs>
3: No. just not even gonna... No. no. I'm not even just gonna talk. rattling no. No, everywhere. No, they do Here,
2: here's
3: a super quick... I've got a... I got a terrarium that basically is all dice. <laughs> nice. No, <laughs>
2: that's
1: their no. little environment, no,
2: the terrarium.
3: That's where they live.
1: That's
3: adorable. Uh, you notice, very quickly, you didn't see much of that, but most of that was Black Oak Workshop. <laughs>
0: All right, Amanda, you're number two.
1: Okay, so I was looking through the list of vendors, and I was like, wait a second. No. Really? What? What? So so I did not realize, and I, I, as I looked into it, I realized that I was probably the last person on Earth to not realize this. That That Bicycle, the people who just do, like, mm-hmm. the standard cards that everybody mm-hmm. has... And that Mm -hmm. you get in the gas station that they also do like board games like like actual board games yeah so i i kind of wanted to go to their booth which is actually very small they don't have a huge one they just have a standard like 10 by 10. they're at uh 636 yeah 636 and it's just a little it's just a little booth um but i kind of want to see what they have and then i also want to see if any of the people who are working at the booth know how to play pinochle and if they can show me <laughs> that was my, that was my grandmother's game, and I, I never got to learn it. And I'm like, hello, I know you're trying to sell this fun family game. Please <laughs> teach me how to play Pinocchio, because you're the card people.
0: I'm sure. Yeah, they, they yeah too. they entered the the, uh, <laughs> the board game market uh, a couple years ago. If I'm yeah, and some way, of these games correctly.
1: look really fun. And yeah, they've got like, a lot they of like, would be like good light.
0: good family games and that's the thing too is
1: that usually when i'm at a big gaming convention like this i do try to pick up something that i know i can take back and play with members of my family that are not like hardcore gamers because a lot of times like so a lot of times if you're going into like uh you know like target or something there's a lot of those types of games but a lot of them suck and you don't get a chance to try them out and see if they might suck (laughs) whereas (laughs) if you're At an actual gaming convention, you can have someone who works for the company explain it to you and possibly give you a demo and then be like, oh, yeah, this is something I can actually play with my family. I can actually teach them and will actually be enjoyable for them and me. Yep. uh... So, yeah, bicycle.
0: Bicycle. Bicycle games. Randomly. No, that's that's good. I'm <laughs> glad that
3: are they're the at th- Gen Con.
2: They've grown. Are the, the theory eleven place. cards
3: made by Bicycle, or do they manufacture those in house?
2: I believe they're their own company. I don't. Think okay, I was well, sure
3: because they're very similar quality. Actually, I bought a pack of Bicycle. 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 Dyson cards. Wow. We oh,
0: we just we just got an idea for a whole it new a, company. It's a product. It's a
3: product. You said it first. Um, <laughs> I bought cool. a pack of Bicycle cards uh, when I was on my vacation recently, actually, to play a little bit of Lichdom because they just uh, sent me the uh, proprietary card pack that comes for the game. I went and picked up a pack of bicycle cards just randomly at a game store. Uh, I walked in, and I was like, well, I'm not going to buy anything from you guys today, but I'll grab a pack of cards and threw them on the counter, and it was like 20 bucks. I don't understand why. Maybe because I bought them in a game store. <laughs> but they're super nice. I really like them.
2: Very cool some of their some of bicycles higher end decks do go for a, a I must have bought way.
3: one of those <laughs> it didn't look really very high end but it, it, the cards good. are beautiful Jason if you one, if you the, one of
1: the ones that's like made for doing card like like I think card, fancy tricks, maybe, yeah. card trick yeah. type yeah. things well, That's
3: yeah. what 311s are mostly
0: Speaking of which Jason you bring that card deck to uh, shut up and sit down expo I'll, I'll show you a card trick Oh, okay. God. These will... guys have already seen it. They've already
3: <laughs> seen it. Uh, it's pretty good.
1: Alright, it's, it's good. Very it's good. very good. It, it wigged, good.
0: It, it wigged uh, Jordan out when we were yeah, at... If, uh, uh, Jordan? If I
3: have to light you on fire Jordan, for witchcraft... Jordan thought... Uh, just, Jordan just so like, you know. literally
0: like, got spooked and like ran out of Jordan the... Jordan was very
1: close.
3: Ran, ran, very out, close ran. To,
1: to declaring Doug a witch and lighting him, <laughs> him on fire. Yes. That nearly happened.
3: Actual panic. <laughs> Actu-
1: there was actual distress I,
0: going so on. So I did it at the high school like, like during, like, study study periods, so, like, when kids were just, like, goofing off and everything, I'd be like, okay, where's it, because most of the classrooms had a deck of cards, and I'd, I'd do that trick, and yeah, the same, same thing, like, the whole Jordan kind of thing, like, imagine doing that with, like, a group of teenage kids, and, like, oh having gosh. them all, like, all oh, yeah, they, they, their heads just wild. Yeah, it was you, great.
2: You was really, great. really should have been more into TikTok when you did that, Doug, and you, it, you could <laughs> have gotten super viral. I could've later could've that could've
3: week could've all the teachers gone. are sending their kids with notes like what is your substitute teacher doing to my kid <laughs>
2: yeah. came
3: home all panicky <laughs> all
0: right so my number th- number two is this comment down here from aaron east says shadowborn games will have mm-hmm. both sworn at Shadow gen con no that would be worth a stop first stop if you want to copy I am going to agree with Aaron's, and there's a reason why I didn't. And that's the reason why I didn't put your comment right up, Aaron, because I wanted to hit on it for number two. Osworn looks amazing. It looks like the next level for um, uh, what's the what's the big box uh, game that, uh, that that Gloomhaven. It looks Gloomhaven? it looks like, like it takes oh, Gloomhaven okay. to to a whole nother level. Like- What's um, the
1: game in the yeah, large box? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, a lot
0: of them.
3: There's So many of those. It's been now. a
0: long. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> I think if if you like Gloomhaven, Sworn is going to just take it to a whole nother level. For sure. Yeah. Amazing, amazing minis, amazing kind of really cool mechanics with with the game. The other thing that I'm going to give Shadowborn Games a really big prop, heads up, a really big props for is the fact that their commu- communication has been outstanding over covid and yes they miscalculated their shipping yes they went back to their backers and asked hey we would appreciate it if you gave us x amount more to cover the difference for the shipping because shipping rates went up they tried to they they also tried to make some um uh, some perks for for those folks that that did you know pay that extra. And for those backers that had to dish out a little bit more than what they planned on. They've done, they have kind of set the example for what you should be doing right now, when your budgets are coming in tight, when you're doing a crowdfunding campaign. So I think that alone needs to be commended and needs to be supported because they did it right and they're doing it right and yes they're not they didn't make a whole lot of money on those one if they didn't in fact they probably lost money on it but they're bringing extra copies to gen con to sell so hopefully they can recoup a little bit more money again I don't think they'll probably have a whole lot and be prepared that these games are probably going to be at a premium because of the fact that they're not you're probably not going to be able to pick them up for the Kickstarter price because of the fact that their production and shipping came in much, much higher than they anticipated. So I'm sure that the copies that they have on hand are going to reflect that. But if you want a big box adventure game that looks really, really awesome and plays really, really cool, pick up a a copy of Osworn right out of the gate. Uh, ben, what's what's their what's their booth number? Do you know? I
2: can't find it. I'm frantically searching. <laughs> I
0: think I think it's under Sworn. I think it's under Oathsworn.
2: Okay, that would be why I couldn't find if, it. If then. you
3: were one of the seven to ten people that has actually it finished is, Gloomhaven, it pick is up Osborn. So it's eighteen fifty
2: one.
0: Eighteen fifty one. Yep. Um, just be prepared that it's a big box.
3: <laughs> you're you carrying much else if you're carrying this box. Yeah, I, it's one of
0: those <laughs> things where if you you might want to bring another you know suitcase to if you're flying. Yeah, and then you're gonna have to pay for another suitcase. So that's actually
3: the that's good travel advice. Actually, if you go to GenCon, so, bring another bag.
2: So there's also uh, two blocks away from the the Indiana Convention Center. There is a, a FedEx store, and they will box yes. up your stuff and ship it. Sure, use that too. I've, it's a very I wise that idea. when I've gone to Gen Con, and it saves <laughs> it saves a lot.
3: That must be kind of interesting for the guys that work there, actually. Like, what are all these people walking in the door of oh, these giant they board know. games?
0: They know. They know. <laughs> they, know. They, the point know. That they, they see the dollar signs in their eyes as you're
3: walking in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much traffic. We're making so much money today. In fact, it'd be funny
0: if, like, if FedEx actually had, like, a vending booth there in the convention they used center. To. That
3: they would used be to? awesome.
1: I don't, I don't remember what, I, I want to say it was actually UPS, I don't think it was FedEx, but they yeah. used to have like an actual, it wasn't like in the exhibitor hall, it was like out in the hallway, mm-hmm. but they had like, I think it was UPS, actually like processing orders right there, where you could just come up with your stuff, and obviously there was like a convenience fee on top of their normal oh, yeah. shipping stuff, because they're packing it up and doing it for you right there, but... Yeah. It was nice to be able to be like, oh, I bought this giant board game and I can't fly with it home because I don't have room in my luggage. Okay, off you go.
0: <laughs> so uh, Aaron says mine is coming tomorrow, twenty four pounds. That's what this copy of *The Sworn* is twenty four. So just know that if you're putting it in a carry on or a second second luggage, you only
2: get sixty pounds to to Wear put every set of clothing you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To make exactly. space and weight.
0: It just um, pile up on shirts. Uh, they are doing, and Aaron makes a good point. They are doing a second printing on on, eBay, on uh, Kickstarter. So if you would like to uh, uh, pick up a copy, you, and you can wait for uh, you know second print run. But that's the that's the time to do it if you want to. Uh, if you need to have it right now, pick up a copy at Gen Con. If you didn't, uh, uh, if hmm. you didn't pick one up on Kickstarter. All right.
3: Number one. <laughs> okay, so as for the last couple of times that we've done any kind of recommendation system, you guys know how much I like the Call of Cthulhu. Uh, mm-hmm. And when we were talking about any e- e- recommendations, what? the, yeah, if anyone who's shocked? What? Um, the HP Lovecraft Historical Society is going to have a booth at Gen Con. Weirdly enough, I did not expect this. I was When I was yeah. looking through my list of stuff to look at, um, I was actually going to recommend uh, Chaosium, if, if not them. But these guys take...
2: They've got some prime retail space, too. They're at uh, 411, yeah. 11, right, up, right up
3: front. Yeah. These guys are the kind of company that you want supporting the games that you love. I mean, these guys are uniquely dedicated to Lovecraft, so it's all Call of Cthulhu and the various works of, of, of Cthulhu Mythos. But if you like, check these guys out and see what they're doing and see what can be done for your games, for accessories and stuff like that. These people make amazing prop sets, um, not to mention the rest of their merchandise. They do some amazing pins. They have some amazing uh, just general merchandise, lots of high, high quality stuff. Um, you will not go wrong. And even if you don't like Cthulhu, these props can be used for any kind of Pulp Fiction game. Uh any sort of, like, uh, Hollow Earth uh, they would be great for. That kind of thing. Any sort of retro gaming. These guys will take your game literally to the next level. I'm not even kidding. Nice. So, yeah. Check, check them out if you have time because they're... I want to say they're almost system agnostic. but They are very specific to Cthulhu, but the props themselves are amazing just on their own. Like, even just disregard the Cthulhu aspects of it. They're really cool old newspaper clippings and postcards and maps and knickknacks and you gauze or whatever you want to call them yeah sure. check them out cool cool
2: Ben, number one number one uh purely mercenary uh, <clears throat> for pick here because uh, these are my buddies these are my friends in real life um but i'm super excited for the endeavor that they're putting out right now uh they are not found in the vendor hall they're going to be in hall d by the big orange tables for the open gaming area. Uh, It's Pine Box Entertainment. Uh, They are, uh, if anyone knows me and knows how I really got into gaming to start with, it was through collectible card games, Magic, specifically L5R, Legend of the Five Rings. And these are guys that I met on the the L5R tournament circuit, going around playing and and visiting and and they become really good friends of mine. And they are putting out the new edition of the collectible card game, although it's going to be a like a living card game now, um, even though that's trademarked by Fantasy Flight. But uh, 7th Sea, if you're familiar with that roleplay system, Dude. they're doing a new version of the card game for it, and it is going to be okay. debuting at Gen Con. And Ooh. I am so excited for them. Um, these are gamers who decided we want to make that game, went out, source the ip they've been doing production and and training on it uh, uh and development and play tests on it for years and it is finally seeing the light of day and i'm so excited go give them some love at least check it out um mm-hmm. it's swashbuckling it's pirates it's sailing all condensed into a nice little card deck and um it's it's gonna be a really, really cool launch, I think. I think they've got something special on their hands. So I am interested in your product
3: and would like to know more. <laughs> Pine, Pine Box
2: Entertainment, Hall D, the Orange Tables. Go check it out. Nice.
1: Very cool.
2: Amanda, number one.
1: Number one. My number one is Runaway Parade. Uh, Runaway parade are the folks behind fire tower uh they have a couple of new games coming out soon so they've got smug owls which is like a a a riddle game that looks really fun and they have punch bowl and uh, their games are always just really fun and they're really great people and i want to play both of these new games because getting to play fire tower and have that come up out of nowhere was one of my yeah, favorite, fire favorite games a great game. I love fire tower,
0: right, Ben? Yeah, and I love yeah. Fire right,
2: Tower. right, Amanda. I Doug love.
0: Loves,
1: Doug, fire Doug loves of... fire tower so much. He loves Doug it so does, much.
2: He's always <laughs> the first person eliminated. But I strangely remember a game where I was the first person because mm-hmm. of Doug. Mm-hmm. Fire tower
0: <laughs> is just where everybody gangs up and burns my tower down.
1: Well, you know what? <laughs> then maybe you'll enjoy punch bowl, or smug owls. Maybe. You get to, it, it's, Punchbowl's tagline is, when life gives you giant fruits, make giant punch. Mm I
2: like (laughs) it. Okay. They're at, uh, they're at booth 1750.
1: They're at, like, it's like the back of the hall, but yes, you should find them. They're, they're wonderful people, and their games are super fun and beautiful, so.
0: I, I will say that Fire Tower is a very fun game, and, uh. (laughs)
1: That's just the... bitter.
0: No, I'm I'm trying to say this like actually sincere, um, but yeah, Fire Towers they they are good people. Uh, Gwen and I forget what are what are what the I got their, I, I their names right off the top time. of my head, but they they do great. Uh, they do great. Like the production values are really solid. Like they're they're not like they're they're they're, they're quality games, and yes. it's fun. You just yeah just don't gang up on one person when you play those. You know, fire tower
1: <laughs> no one ganged up on you, you everybody gangs up on me when i play fire tower
0: you all like you all, playing. see i i what happens is you all get cards to start out and i know when i'm looking at my cards you are like that's not and like the three of you are all like yeah. mm-hmm. And, like, while I'm looking at my cards, that's all going down. I, and, I'm, like, uh... then I'll be like, oh, I'm, yay, I'm going to play Fire Tower
2: this time. And, like, everyone's like, send the fire over, Doug. Now, I'm not going to get into a full mechanical breakdown of how this game works, but it is impossible... You target a single player in this game. You have to be targeting it, at least in a four two other in players. a four
1: player game. Yes, in a yes. four player game. If it's only yeah. like two player or three player, it is possible to only target no, one yeah. player. But in a four player game, it is impossible to only target one player the way that works. You can, this yeah. is true. But.
0: <laughs> but they still do it.
1: No. Anyway.
2: Anyway. What's if your you number like one my... If would like to challenge Doug to a game of Fire Tower oh, at GraniteCon, if, if anybody, if, I'll bring my I, copy. What I'll bring my do, copy
1: just, just so that you, we can it, roast Doug literally again.
0: What we will do is we will live stream from GraniteCon a <laughs> four-way match Done. of Fire Tower. And Done. there will be video proof of how everybody gangs up on me when okay. I play Fire, Fire Tower with them.
2: Okay.
3: And of course, no one will do it when they're on video.
0: <laughs> oh, they still will.
3: It's, just to make Doug panic. Happen.
0: My number one exhibitor to see a Gen Con. might shock a few people. Atomic Mass Games.
2: Oh, really?
0: I want to see what they're doing. Like they—they—they they, they, they must be spoiling some some Marvel uh, Crisis Protocol.
3: Yeah, they'll probably have an announcement. For Legion.
0: Sure. They just—I think they just announced that there's a new uh, there's a, there's a Mandalorian uh, Grogu. Uh, uh you know set coming to legion so but i want it,
2: more of it, that it. i want to see more of that like i'm excited for that like, give, like if give... they have it there you do not bring me a copy of grogu Friendship i over uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'd be even if it involves theft there. you must don't provide make, don't make
2: my life-size grogu sad
0: but i want to don't see do. more of that i want to i know that they've announced a lot of different releases over the over the last few months I, I'm hoping that they're on display. I, I really uh, like to see that. In fact, as I was going through things t- the other day, I came across my Marvel's, Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, minis, and I'm like, "Oh man, I need to play this more." And uh, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I need. To, I, that's the one game that I think I need to, to start getting some more. Their support of the line has been phenomenal,
3: more. honestly, and they seem to do a really good reasons. job.
0: Yeah, and they seem to do a great job of balancing things too for that game. Which, and it seems like the, sa- the same thing for Legion. But but Ben might be able to really. Confirm that. I haven't I, been able to play I've Legion, Legion
2: in, in two years. No, oh, well then Ben can't tell me. But I played x uh, X-Wing though, which is under their umbrella now, and yeah, it seems like it's doing pretty well. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I I, I want to see what they're doing for for uh, for all their games and and everything they got going on, um, yeah. That's 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 the one thing. I don't know if I'll spend a whole lot of time there, but that's definitely one I want to check out and just see mm. what they've got coming up down. You know, coming coming up later on down the, the line this year. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That's that's our my top five. Our top five exhibitors to visit at GenCon in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Does anybody have? Uh, I have a a, a a like kind of a. What is it? Another exhibitor that just missed the cut, but that's only because. Mention. Yeah, an honorable mention because Jason. Jason was the one that uh mentioned this in the chat before we went live. Privateer Press is doing some cool things with their new, like Mark what four. do you say that? Yeah, their their new they're, some of their uh, some of their products. And they've got the they're they just announced that they're going to do magnetized minis, so you can. Like, magnetize things
3: and... Right out of the box. You don't have to yeah, modify right. them at all.
1: But then, how do I get to listen to my husband using his little hand drill, going squeaky, 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 squeaky for hours on end?
3: Does um... he drill all those barrels, Amanda?
1: No! No, but he he, 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 he magnetizes... Tau. Yeah, he plays Tau. He like, magnetizes all the barrels. little different... Like, the different True. weapon Well, Yeah, because only like... has
3: flashlights, that's right. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So anybody That's else one of have the big, a... big plebeian yeah. things in 4K. I... Is if you don't drill your barrels, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> I, I'm actually. I I don't know what they've got. They must be showing off their new vault or whatever. But eBay has a pretty substantial booth.
0: Yeah, Northger eBay. Hall.
2: eBay. Uh, I'm curious how that will work out for them. Oh
0: yes, I think that so. they are going to check check out their vault
2: because they are pushing uh, Pokemon, card, Pokemon cards, flexible Pokemon cards. Yeah, they. Okay. They also recently put out um, their uh, authenticity guarantee on yep. cards above a certain dollar amount. The seller will send them to eBay. eBay gets them authenticated, and oh. then they send them to the buyer. Oh. Oh,
0: none
3: of this. My packs have all been opened, and all the rares are gone. Right. It's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, Probably going to be pricier, though, eh?
2: Uh in theory it doesn't cost anything to get those Sorry, i'll let my canadian slip out there a bit yeah don't know.
0: <laughs> it's all right jason
2: yeah
0: does uh, anybody else have an honorable mention at all before uh before we sign off
1: go Actually, go I... harass doug at the free league booth yeah. and... so
0: i i was <laughs> going him, to I, yeah. look at him fish for
1: that and, no, and that also... wasn't me
0: fishing for that i <laughs>
1: But and, yes, and also it, 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 harass like everyone else who's ever been on this show. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of people.
3: Uh, be there. Alan's going. Alan, yeah, on his way. Be there. Yeah. yeah if Alan, uh, Alan. if you can provide video evidence of you tossing Alan. a dice at Douglas, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs>
2: <gasps> yeah, but a it's Canadian a Canadian dollar,
0: but it's a Canadian dollar, dollar. Yeah. so that's it's only going to be worth dollar. like ten cents
2: U.S. That's not if they're
1: not 10, <laughs> ten cents.
2: Didn't they stop making Canadian dollars?
3: Well, we have loonies now. Yeah, it's a coin. So, yeah, I would now, be mailing you go, a yeah, coin. There you go.
1: You, you're not just going to like PayPal them? <laughs> no, no. Well, no, I would actually no, mail no. you a coin. He wants to spend the $5 <laughs> he
0: wants to, spend the $5 the $5 to ship it.
1: just send you the one coin. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: Uh, but yeah, come see me at uh, the Free League booth. I should be there the majority of the time.
3: Should be um, there? What do you mean? Aren't you going to be chained to the table?
0: That pretty much that's but that's my that's my choice because you know they don't they don't
1: shame <laughs> him because that would look weird there's actually it's like when you have the invisible fence with a dog no. he's you. got a little collar on and if he steps outside the booth, Zzz, it shocks <laughs> <him. laughs>
0: thomas to- has a little the the the, the, he's the got remote. remote he's got a little remote and he's <laughs> like uh, uh, Douglas. Oh. like <laughs> you, you see me like running like seeing if i can just make a run for it and then he just like and it's, like <laughs>
3: Like Luke looking for R two and C three P O in the dark there, and he's like, yeah, the, the restraining <laughs> bolt.
0: the restraining bolt. No, I'm I'm excited to see those guys. Uh, we've got uh, Thomas, Toma, Thomas, his his wife. Um, let's see here, we got M- Matias uh, Johnson Hawk coming over. Uh, all the uh, Mork the Mork guys, the Death in Space guys. Excited to see everybody, kind of just to connect with everybody. Well, that would be a good conversation yeah so I'm excited to to see them uh yeah so hopefully uh, we'll get to see you at uh, Gen con this year if not if not if we don't see you at Gencon we will be at like I said i i will be at pax west uh what is that that's uh, the beginning September, at the end of uh September, the end of 2014? August beginning of September and then we'll be at granitecon uh in manchester new hampshire so if you'd like to actually sit down and hopefully play some games with us because hopefully that that one won't be quite as hectic uh feel free to come by the vcg gaming lounge which is actually going to be quite uh, quite a big area and uh we'll be able to play games talk chat we even got an after hours event going on friday night uh it is a friday night friday saturday sunday event so feel free to come in friday and uh We've got uh, stuff to do, I think. There's a Friday night after-hours event for, with the VCG community. And then they they also, the Granite Con does a, a, an after-hours thing on Saturday night, uh, an after-hours party. So there's going to be plenty to do. Um, and then after that, I'm trying to think what else what else we got. Shut Up and Sit Down Expo with Jason. Jason and I will be there. Yes. And then Game Con and uh, PAX uh, Unplugged maybe some other events here but uh let me know in the comments if you're going to be at any conventions and uh love to see you there uh let us know if you enjoyed this session and uh hit that little like button down below and uh if you are coming across our channel for the very first time hit that subscribe button we'd love to have you join us every Monday night at 9 p.m eastern we have a, a good time just chatting um there might be some weeks coming up where I might not be able to do uh these on monday nights so just give me a heads up uh, in uh august there might be some weeks where we might have to you're gonna, uh, you're gonna let us s- have control skip, of the, a, skip like, a week a, or so can right, right can we get this yeah. can we get
1: the keys Great. to the stream yard we
0: yeah <laughs>
3: we can do a thing <laughs>
0: he's
2: so nervous
1: he's so nervous look at it look at that face no,
2: no. Is no, <laughs> you're breaking up. Can't oh, you. oh, sorry, you're,
1: you're frozen. I don't know what you just
0: said. Sorry, um, and I'll go into that more in, in more detail, uh, here probably in the next couple weeks. Uh, Patreon backers, uh, you'll get an update here shortly as to everything that's going on behind the scenes. There's some exciting stuff that's happening, and uh, I can't wait to tell y'all exactly what's, what's coming up in the next few months and the rest of the year so thank you so much thank you for, for everyone that joined us thank you to everybody in the chat appreciate you remember winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table we'll see you next time bye now this video is brought to you by black moon games check out their products at shop-black-moon.com Thanks so much for watching this video uh, if you would be so kind make sure you hit that like comment and subscribe all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here uh, it really is greatly appreciated and if you'd like to support us more uh, you can uh, check us out on patreon just go to patreon.com backslash victory game.